Welcome back to another episode of To The Moon. Astronauts just hanging out without gravity, without any problems, without any resistance. Come on, we all know that that ain't true. This is entrepreneurship and it's going to be a bumpy ride. But guess what? At the end of that, incredible things happen. And I have an insanely special guest with us today, Jason Diamico, how are you, brother? Welcome to the moon. We are grateful to have you here and just excited to hear your story, man. Awesome. I'm doing great. Thank you. Um, couldn't be more grateful to be here, and I appreciate you uh, you having me on, bro. Listen, it's uh, truly my purpose, and on top of that, it feeds it feeds every every aspect of my spirit to be able to watch folks find financial freedom find an opportunity to get themselves out of whatever prison they've put themselves in in life. And it's interesting I use that that word prison because uh, your W-2 can be a prison. Um, your mindset can be a prison. Your relationships can be confining. So many things can hold us back, but we don't have to be subject to that. And so, Jason, what I want to do is I want to take us back in time a little bit. Let's hop into the DeLorean and uh, rewind rewind to when you first decided entrepreneurship was for you how you came to find the astro flipping community and then uh, talk a little bit about what's happened since yeah absolutely um so going back a little bit um just kind of my background um really the college kind of era so i was an athlete um kind of coming out of high school and football was mainly my sport um i get through i play all the way through college that's, uh, blessed, that's big. Yeah, blessed to um, get a scholarship and, you know, not have to go into any kind of sort of debt to go through school. Um, so that was just a huge, huge blessing. Uh, I get towards the end of my college career. And what am I going to do? Because I was very, I'm very singular focused. I'm very, um, when I, you know, kind of focus my, my energy and my intent on something, it's very, you know, kind of, I put the blinders on and I just want to give that the best I can. Right. And so um, I had two very, so I get to the end of college and then I had two, the most supportive parents, mom and dad. Um, dad was a police officer in the town where we, we grew up. Awesome. And um, I really had a role model, like a male role, like positive male role model growing up. And just to kind of speak to the type of person he was in, in the, the kind of atmosphere. So he, um, Start, you know, he's an older, you know, kind of older, older, uh, started, you know, a, a while ago, he started in the seventies, started police work in, in the seventies. And my dad was like larger than life when I, him and all of his friends, when I saw them, I mean, it's like wool uniforms, um, creases that are just sharp as can be. Everything's really shiny on their chest, their boots, shiny ties, all the stuff. Um, so these, him and his friends would walk in and I'm like, you know, you'd ask me how tall they were. I said, oh, they're all 10 feet tall. All yeah. these guys are monsters. <laughs> because they're put together. They, 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 they moved like specimen. Like you, you see, you, you'd see them. And, and, and I, I feel the same way about my dad, you know, looking back in life and just sort of, you know, in my idea how his stature in my mind and my uncles too. Right. So I completely get it. But now, you know, uniform, like my dad wore coveralls cause he was, you know, they, they worked at a, at a truck wash and so they shoveled dirt. 
but I would can't imagine how much pride you would have had as a young man watching your dad in uniform with his friends and 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 in and in the service career, right? Where yeah. he's protecting, where when people are in trouble, they call your dad. You know, that's a that's a cool thing. That's like my my dad can save your life, you know. Yeah. So that so that gave you a lot of uh context. And I'm sure it gave you aspirations on where you had set targets in life. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, um, and then looking, I didn't really realize this till I was older, but looking back, like the, like how thankful I was to be in that environment of here's how, you know, we act, you know, here's how we are, here's the standards in this family and how we act as, you know, professionals and, um, respect other people and respect their time and respect these things. And, um, it wasn't like, you know, it, it was, I had tons of freedom. I had, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. It wasn't like militaristic, but it was just like, Hey, here's how you act. And here's, and I, it was just really him just being the example was really all, all that, you know, all that, all that he had to do. And, um, so anyway, so I get towards the end of my, um, college kind of career. I'm like, Hey, what am I, what am I going to do? <clears throat> and I'm like, all right, let's, let's explore this, this police world. It sounds fun. And, um, I had a buddy working in the, the city where we're at, um, big, big city, big department, lots going on. And I don't know if you've been, been out with, a, you know, on a ride along or anything. Well, um, actually one of my really good friends is, I think he, 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 what's above Lieutenant uh, captain usually he's cap. Yeah. He's captain at, in the Scottsdale police force. Okay. Um, he's, he's like, he's almost at that role where it's, he's going to be political where he, he may make chief. And so it's, um, he and one of my like dear, 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 dear friends, right? And so I, I understand the world, and um, I, I, you know, in a in a former life, I dated a cop, so I, I like, I get the whole. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I understand how that how that all works, you know. Yeah. Um. Well, not every ride along is exciting. Yes. Yes. Yeah, just so a lot of just running plates. Yeah. Some are super boring, and some are like you know off the hook. And uh, I had I was blessed. I had a off the hook night with my, with my friend when I went and rode with them. And so then I was, I'm in, um, this is what I want to do. So, um, I joined Are you at up. Liberty to share like a brief, a brief story of like what happened, something that happened that night. Um, uh, so, oh, yeah, a hundred percent. So, um, we are in, um, there's rough sides of every city I would assume. So we're in the heat, my buddy, you know, you're young and we're work. he's working nights. So we're everyone, you know, he's kind of in the, where, where kind of the more action is. Yep. Um, so we're in that part of uh, the city where we're at and um, house party. Um, it's like Friday or Saturday night. So house party kicks off and big brawl kind of thing. Okay. And um, it's an apartment complex and where the apartment complex was essentially the, the, the parking lot backs up to a sound wall, which then back, which then has an expressway right behind it. So it's just this little like kind of funnel. And uh, house party turns like so the boys go there for, you know, whatever the noise or whatever. noise complaint. Yep. Yeah, whatever it is. And then um, the party turns on them. And so, you know, they say whatever on the radio and says, hey, uh, send send, uh, you know, send send me some send me the rest of the, the troops. And so um, and it's again, big department. So we're we're not too far and uh, we show up and there's probably. 50 cop cars in this whole before we get there wow. 50, 50 cop cars in the, in the whole like just swarmed to the point where we're getting out we're kind of like you know meandering through the cars and kind of getting towards like the action and then i see guys are cops are jumping the the sound wall 
like climbing over the sound wall to get to to these guys because it was probably like a 60 person you know party that's like now you know bottles yeah. and the whole yeah thing. and it's a melee now and people are jumping the sound wall and and trying to get away and they're you know running into traffic on the freeway it's just it's mayhem mayhem but to see like because the two guys show up initially and then for them to say what they say and then um their whole you know family and 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 team shows up and like are literally jumping the wall to make sure that these guys are 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 safe and you know protected was just like the coolest thing i've ever seen so that so was needless like, to say you become you, you you're full-fledged now you're becoming a, a police officer i'm in this is how could you not <laughs> following dad's footsteps the first oh. day on the ride along and you're like man we're jumping sound walls we're, we're having <laughs> breaking up we're breaking up uh you know uh, disastrous house parties we're protecting we're serving we're doing our jobs and i i respect it i and again thank you for your service and oh. you know the time that you did uh or were I'm I, you're no longer a, a, a police officer, I imagine. We I actually just retired because of um your meant your community and your and your course. See, part I, of me we'll feels get into that terrible about that, but no, like... no, it's a good story. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't want to be taking cops off the you know, uh, off the streets, but at the same time, um, you know, if you're if you have you're that's one of those W2 jobs that I like, I could say, like, hey, you know. There's a lot of I got a lot of love and respect there, but of course, you know we we also know that for what you guys do, uh, the pay's not really, it's not enough. It's not enough for uh, to support a big to you know support a family to really be able to live uh, a a good, re- like a like a like a, a a rich life. You know you can't do it, and so um, I understand. But all right, so uh, you're you're a police officer. And then how do you how do you decide to be an entrepreneur and 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 juggle that? So exactly what you said was how what got me into um, real estate. So, you know, so I st- I'm 24, I'm a young cop. I'm not even looking, and I'm single. Not even looking at my paycheck. I just am so happy to show up to work and have fun with my friends. Is really um, kind of my life. But then um, you get older and you get married. And you kind of have these responsibilities and you look at life differently. So, and then, so kind of talking about my parents is um, my mom actually really inspired me to, my mom and her side of the family really inspired me to get into real estate. So I'm, you know, I'm, I got, I'm newly married. I'm thinking about the stuff you're saying, like, okay, how do I, you know, not only provide, but like really, um, you know, provide like a, the best life I can for my wife and I. Of course, my, and you, you got one shot at this, man. And yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's, I, 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 I how could how can how dare we not want it to be the best? Yes. So, um, God bless my mother. Uh, she basically wouldn't allow me when I, I, I played football in the Midwest at a college. I come back, and she essentially wouldn't allow me to rent an apartment. Um, or anything like that. It was, you're going to save your money and you're going to buy something. It was like forced. Oh, not forced. You know, I, I yeah, uh, she's I just like, it. she gets so, it. Um, I buy a condo, you know, I save up, put my down payment, buy a condo and move into that. And I, I start doing my thing. Um, but then I, I, I hear stories about my grandpa on my mom's side. So we're Italian, uh, heritage. Uh, basically all my grandparents came over, um, back in the day on the boat, Ellis Island, the whole, the whole thing and end up in California. Uh, my grandpa specifically on a farm in kind of the East, um, 
foothills of where we live now. So farm, you know, hand family farm, that kind of whole thing. And then just kind of fast forward. Uh, he, he has apartment buildings and he has house, you know, rentals and things like, and things like that. Um, and he, um, uh, eventually develops that farm into a shopping center. Oh, wow. So that shopping center currently still there. It's like, you know, one of your kind of your strip mall, like your, uh, your liquor yeah. store, your pizza parlor, there's a gas, but it's station. like, you can, you can feel it, touch it. It's like, it, it'll last over a hundred years. And you can say that, you know, my, my grandpa did that. Oh yeah. Well, so, he, so now I'm going to get older. Uh, so my, I never met him. He actually passed before I was, was born, but my grandma, his wife was around. And I knew grandma as just like, grandma lives in this really nice house over here. She doesn't work, but she's older. So she's of a retirement age. I never really thought about it. Um, she picks us up from school. She cooks us, brings us food. She just kind of lives this like real, real relaxed like life. And so you get older and I kind of start like hearing stories. My mom's like, oh no, you know, you're so grandpa actually. So in like the eighties, um, so she was a widow for like 50 years in the eighties, he goes, he, he, my grandpa's like 50 years old, goes to Italy to visit family, has a heart attack and dies, passes oh. away just suddenly. The shopping center is now, you know, left for my grand my grandmother, and it provided income for her for 50 years. Wow. She never she never had to worry about work. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like that was that story was like. And not to get like too like um, you know, serious or whatever, but like that's kind of what inspired me. It's like the job I was in, like, is very it's dangerous. Uh, I have a wife now, uh, and you got to go every day, and you got to go every day. Yeah, Lord forbid something were to ever happen to me. Uh, if I can position myself to where no matter what, my wife is taken care of, just like my grandpa did for my grandma. I mean, that was a ran you know, freak heart attack. For fifty years, she was taken care of. That 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 shopping center, you know, provided for her. She still own it or she end up selling it. Uh, she, she passed and now it's, uh, my, my mom and my dad, uh, manage it. So it's going down the line. So now it provides to his daughter. (laughs) At some point you'll own that. I mean, I'm you know, you know, God forbid when that, but like that, what a thing, like this is legacy, right? Yeah. So farm, he developed it, goes to my grandma, provides 50 years to her. And then she's probably, she passed probably, you know, eight years ago or so. And then for the last eight years, it provides to my mother. It was a, it was the, like the best story I've ever heard. And so that's really what inspired me to like, okay, I, real estate is, there's something powerful, powerful here. Yeah. And, um, I would like to explore this more. So then what happens? You, you, you run into a dancing genie ad or what's up? <laughs> so, uh, I bought the condo. Yeah. I, uh, I'm able, I get married. We're able to rent that condo out and then buy another house. Okay. So uh, you're like now in the game of, of property management, you got a rental. It's like, mm-hmm. that's, that's phenomenal. So you're, you're, you're now a multi-property owner, multi-property owner, landlord, you know, manage it ourselves, the whole thing. And I'm like, okay, I want to keep progressing. I have the most supportive wife. And I tell her like, Hey, why don't we sell the house we live in and the rental? And go buy something big. Like I wanted an apartment building, like a six or a 10 kind of, kind of thing. So we sell our, where we live, we go, now we're renting to take all that money and go invest. We uh, do an exchange with the condo 
to 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 try and you know defer the taxes. Yep. And there's a window there, right? There's a 45 day window. Yeah. Where you gotta you gotta identify the property and it's a re- like 1031s are, are are more complicated than people uh, realize, but and it has to be a like type of property. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's an interesting interesting maneuver, but yeah. Um, in a nutshell, we get to the end of our period. We can't find anything. So I have a real estate agent friend that's here and he's just like, Mr. Chill and cool. He's just like, how, how much longer do you have? I go, we have three days. And he's like, oh, I get, I'll call you back in a few hours. I'll get you some click. And I go, all right. So he calls me back and he's like, all right, I found um house over here. It's a single family. It's a uh, grandma's house. It needs full cosmetic. We're going to flip this house and you're going to put the money in there. I go, okay. <laughs> I just go, I just say, okay, we're going to flip a house. Right. And so long story short, we, 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 uh, we buy that house. Uh, we, you know, he's got the contractors, he's got the lenders, he's got everything for me. And basically I just have to manage this thing. And my wife loved it because she got to design, design a house. And so, uh, we we get in and out in probably like 60 days real this is 2021 now um all right so the market's bull it's great it was really really good so it was uh um super successful in that and so i'm like okay i want to go down this uh i like flipping i want to go down this road so for whatever reason when you go on the internet and look up flipping wholesaling just pops up all the time yeah wholesaling 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 and so um, I start listening to kind of, you know, podcasts, the usual kind of route people go. And I see a podcast with you. And you see all these different guys. Like there's there's a lot a lot of them out there. And, um, but I really, I see, I see you, I hear your story, um, you know, peaks and valleys. And I just resonated with you the most, really out of everyone. Um, I really you know, kind of just in my, in maybe just how I was brought up. Like if you've, if you teach something and then I hear that you've been through things as well and never gave up and never, you know, even with, you know, and your family was, was, you know, right there with you and you never gave up and you, no matter what I'm going to do this, I'm like, that's my guy right there. I'll listen, I'll listen to, I'll listen to you. You know, I'll listen to him. So I start kind of, you know, I, I basically through that, eventually the blue genie pops up. Got it. And uh, I <laughs> see. Like okay. I mean, he'll make me laugh too. So this is fun. <laughs> yes. He's, he's been through some stuff. Um, so I know what he's telling me is from actual experience, not theory. And which is important to me. And I'm like, I'm, this is, this is the guy, this is my guy. So I'm going to, I'm going to uh, kind of go down that road. So, um, you know, again, and, and just kind of from my background is, um, all right, this is a new thing, you know, there's training involved and, um, you know, I kind of, I got on the phone with one of your guys and, you know, they kind of explained to me how things go and, and yeah, that was it. Then I started with, uh, with you and with Astro. And so let's talk about your first deal. Yeah. So, um, so I'm, I'm here in California. Yeah. Which Part- by the way, a lot of people are like, oh, you can't wholesale in California. It's too competitive it's blah blah there's so many limiting beliefs so many people that just have like super just you know they create their own imaginary walls right Mm -hmm. and so uh let's 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 shatter those beliefs right now well i hate to i hate to um 
to break it to actually my first deal was not in california okay where did, where did you do it tennessee okay so well, you can of, do it virtually too but i i, I wish we would have had a, a first deal cali story but that's, that's i fine. know i know i, I apologize uh it's no not- <laughs> i've i've done all my deals multiple deals uh from my office in my house in california right virtual is super easy one you know an internet connection a telephone and uh you know a couple of software subscriptions so you can look at property and, and understand and you know, get in, get in front of the right people is truly what you need. You don't got to spend a bunch of money on pay-per-click or hire all these cold callers and do the nonsense that, that people talk about. It can get, you know, the reason why I feel so many people quit wholesale is because they, they go down that rabbit hole of, okay, I got to, I got to like do this direct to seller thing. And it's going to cost me the average cost per contract for a direct to seller deal is 10,000 bucks. The average assignment fee in a deal is 15,000 bucks. So the, you know, do the math. You're barely making anything. Yeah. And I talked to, uh, I like the disposition side the best. And I talked to some of these flippers and investors out there and we get on the phone. It's just like, okay, so what's your strategy? Like whatever. And I tell them, I'm like, Hey, uh, we, we go to the agent and you know, we don't go direct to seller for these reasons. And they're just like, I've never heard of that. That is so much smarter than, you know, kind of this, that other route. And he's like, how much do you spend on marketing? I go, nothing. I don't spend anything. I make phone, you know, I, I use the, the, the Google machine and, um, and my cell phone. <laughs> it's great. I just call people to make friends. Yeah. And exactly what you, you know, I go exactly what you teach. I just call, make friends. And uh, I'm asking about one property and I, they usually have two or three for, for yeah. me to look at. Yeah. So super cool. So I, um, but it's part of my retirement. The, the whole family is actually moving to Tennessee. And Wonderful. So, th- so that's why. Like I, Nashville? Uh, Chattanooga. Oh, cool, man. Yeah. So, but I like the kind of bigger city. I mean, Chattanooga is a bigger city, but um, just kind of from where I'm from, like I want to be in Nashville doing real estate. Uh, Only thing I know about Chattanooga, this is funny. This will, I hope this doesn't turn into a reel, but I got, pat, <laughs> I, and when the internet first started, I got, I got catfished by a girl in Chattanooga, Tennessee. That's about as much as I know about Chattanooga. Gosh. Well, it's a cool, it's a cool, um, very, very cool place. Um, so yeah, so I, uh, the, the best thing, well, one of the best things about this, this community is, is the, is the people you meet. So I, I connect with a, a guy that's actually from Long Beach and he moved to Nashville, Ryder Cotton. Oh, wow. And yeah. One of the best. The man. Yeah. So we we obviously connect right out of the way. He's like, um, oh, you're from California. I'm from California and I'm in Nashville and all those things. So essentially my first deal is I dispo a house for him. Um, we, yeah, he sends me, you know, sends me a deal. I look at it. I've already kind of networked with some agents that are, that are local. They're like, yeah, I'm looking for stuff for my, my clients. And it was really just kind of as easy as that. It was, he sends me the deal. Uh, I call like my favorite kind of agent that I've kind of connected with the best. I'm like, Hey, I got one dude. Like, he's like, yeah, text it over, text it to him, calls me back. Uh, he's like, can we go look at it? Sure. And then it's like, we'll take it. I said, awesome. Uh, go do, you know, sign, send the paperwork. And within a week, I get a wire into my bank account. I'm like, oh my gosh, it works. This is real. <laughs> this is, <laughs> oh. like, it's like it's those. It's the the greatest thing. Proof of concept is is obviously just such a incredible belief 
uh, you know, it, it, it anchors belief, right? Mm -hmm. And then it can create so much more momentum in a direction, right? So now that you've got proof of concept, I'm sure you just went ham on it. Yeah. So it, uh, and then for that one real quick was, um, I don't know. So my wife is just kind of like, it's, again, super, the most supportive. So she's just, yeah, whatever, whatever you want to do sounds good. Like, and I remember when I first tried to explain to her kind of how this works, she's just kind of like, okay, it goes from one guy to the, to you and then to the buyer. All right. Um, you did a podcast where you were that I listened to a, a while back where you use the example of playing hockey with houses. And you said, oh yeah, it's like the house is the hockey puck and it goes from this guy to me and to the buyer and score. We, you know, we win. Mm -hmm. So my darling wife, God bless her. Uh, we, I, I get my first deal done and uh, we get through or I get through and I'm like, Hey, did it, it worked. And she's like, Oh, awesome. And then probably the next day she comes in the house with this little back and she's like, hey, I got you a present for your first deal. I said, you didn't need to get me anything. And I open it up and it's a, it's a hockey book. It's so cool. <laughs> with the with the address <laughs> on it. Wow. And so, and now it sits on my desk. It's kind of my, you know, my little like, you know. Your frame dollar bill yeah. sort of thing, right? How yeah. much you make on that deal, by the way, just as a, a curiosity. Yeah, we made uh we made eight grand, me and me and Ryder. Amazing. So, so that that was a good one. And then the and then the and then I've done several since. And the really cool thing, um, once you kind of so the first one broke, I get another one and uh, I probably text it out. Say I get it at noon on a Tuesday, for example. Uh, I text it out by 10 a.m. the next morning, that one sold. Then I get the next one. Um, say I got it at noon on a, on a Wednesday. By 3 p.m. that same day, it sold. So just kind of doing what you teach and really like, you know, the fundamentals and, and the reps and kind of, it'll just kind of build. And it was very cool to see the, the first one took like a day. Um, the second one took like less than 24 hours. And then the third one took three hours. So and it, it'll just get better and better because the more you perform, the more you become the guy for a good handful of, of buyers. And, and now you've built yourself a business. Yeah. You know, and, and, and again, it's what's incredible is that this it, it can very easily get to a, a substantial amount of money you know we see people like you know paul and michelle they try i mean these guys are they're, they're flying first class from dubai to turkey to greece you know and 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 truly living it up and and you see that your lifestyle can scale to uh and, and you can do what you want right you can do as much work as you want you can say hey I'm going to take the week off or I'm going to go and really dial in the next 10 days and, and, and not come up for air. You, you get to decide, Yeah, you get to decide how hard the grind is. And, but that will ultimately tell you or reflect in the number of wires you receive that month. Right. So, or the, or the following month, because building a pipeline is usually about 30 days, depending on the types of deals and how fast things close. It's, it sounds like Tennessee has some really, really, uh, rapidly um closing deals which is fun because you can you know pick a deal off the tree and and away you go it's the thing that i think the the hardest part for people to wrap their heads around because they're like oh astro flipping is a course okay yeah sure i teach you a lot I, I give you the 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 fundamentals we we really explain the the vernacular the you know how to spot a deal understanding underwriting all that stuff yes you'll learn okay um 
the community is the is is truly where the value is because you plug into the people and now all of a sudden it's just like okay you you know where you can get deals you know where there's buyers you know you can really just connect the dots and all of a sudden just coming into the community itself is where the money is mm-hmm. yeah and i've only i've only done deal so far i've only done deals with astro students like every deal i've gotten have been from and that have closed from Astro, from from the community, it's I mean, crazy. It's not. It's beautiful. Yeah. It is. It <laughs> is beautiful. You're right. It's it beautiful, is just... and and it's just the thing. You're you're gonna you're gonna gain more, grow more, do more deals, make more friends. You know, create more opportunity, and you'll have a lot more hockey pucks. <laughs> I love the hockey pucks. Now I just yes. want to come out to to Chattanooga, Tennessee. Go visit my catfish and come hang out and uh and see your desk of actually I'm not going to visit the catfish, but <laughs> see your desk full of uh of hockey pucks and uh, congratulate you and give you a big hug, man. It, this has been an inspiring story. And I, if you have any piece of advice right now that you could give to somebody that's sitting on the fence of of their life that is you know, maybe work in a service job or maybe they're working in a situation where they love, because it sounded to me like you loved your career as a, oh, as yeah. a police officer and that's great, mm-hmm. but the finances just didn't cut it. Right. So, uh, how do you, how do you, cause you did have a W2 and get deals done. Right. So what, what do you, what do you say to a guy that's in that spot? Um, just a couple things is, um, really really believe in yourself and if you have if if god puts something in your heart to kind of move towards or go after don't don't think it's something other than that don't think it's 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 a mistake or it's not something you can do uh, grit is probably my next biggest thing is because i mean as you know there'll be times there there's peaks and valleys for sure uh, but you, as long as you have the mindset, as, as long as you don't quit and, and have the mindset of, I will get through this literally no matter what, uh, and keep chipping away, chipping away, you will be successful. So, uh, and, and so, it's really, yeah, it's, it's as simple as that. Like it, every, every one of a, every person I know that has succeeded has only done one thing, not quit. Yep. That's it. That's the, that's the, that's the common denominator. Mm-hmm. Cause there's a, cause I've, I, I know a lot of, a lot of really dumb, successful people. <laughs> and I'm like, how the hell did you get here? Yeah. And they were, and sometimes I'm just like, oh, you were too dumb to quit. <laughs> Amazing. And that's that's a, it. Like, that's... it's like, you don't, it's like, but it's like, you got, you got, you got geniuses. You got, you got in the middle, you got, you know, mediocre at best and, and still like high, high, high level of success. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it was one common thing. Don't quit. Yeah. My brother, uh, fantastic. Uh, congratulations. People want to do deals with you. They're going to want to connect with you. How do folks get a hold of you? Uh, best are uh, Instagram, Facebook. Okay. So Instagram is uh, Jason Benassi D'Amico. And then Facebook's just Jason D'Amico. Um, We're going to also put the, the, the okay. links in the description, guys. So make sure that you go give him a follow and send him some opportunities. Or if you have opportunities in the markets that he's working in, cause you don't know, um, he may expand in the next little while. He might go to, uh, other markets as well. So do yourself a favor, regardless of where you are working, reach out to Jason and get into his orbit and do deals with this man. Um, ethical, phenomenal. And I'm proud of you, bro. 
Ah, I appreciate that, brother. Again, thank you for everything. Couldn't be more grateful to have you in my life and um, the community. It's just, it's been, been the best. But... My man. Yeah, brother. And for everybody watching, hope to see you guys on the moon as well. Take care, everybody. We out.